grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Wednesday, June 10th, and this is Jess Grzeski in for Dave Lomas. In order to continue to actively engage with what is happening in our world, we want to sustain our activism and hope for renewal and justice. And one of the ways we do this is the main focus of our week. We engage and root ourselves in spiritual practices in connection with God to prepare us for sustaining this kind of work. Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And today, specifically, I want to lead us through the practice of fasting. And what is fasting? Fasting involves abstaining from food for a set period of time in order to pursue intimacy with God and get our spirituality into our bodies. We advise a 24-hour fast, like today. We would have ate dinner yesterday, Tuesday evening, and we will break our fast this evening at dinner. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus assumes his followers will fast. In Matthew 6, 16-18, says, When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. In fasting from food, we learn how to practice living in self-control with our bodies while relying on Jesus. When done regularly, you will find that self-control in other areas will come easier. Like working out a muscle, you will gain strength in controlling your body. Fasting helps reorient our appetites and desires through food. We go to food, substances, or other means in ways to cope. And fasting has a way to deny ourselves and live into self-control and obeying God and not the instincts of our human flesh. So we might be asking, why fasting in this particular time and place in our country? It's through fasting and spiritual practices we are also building our racial stamina, which means our ability to sustainably continue to have these conversations for long periods of time and perhaps the rest of our lives. We need the endurance and sustaining Holy Spirit's power, not our human power, to continue to faithfully engage for the long game. I can guarantee that racism, injustices, oppression, and marginalized communities and stories will continue to be highlighted, and we must prepare ourselves with endurance to continue to actively engage faithfully. Now, I've experienced this co-leading the race and belonging cohort, especially in the current state of our country. Now, the Race and Belonging Cohort's mission is to educate and lead people to engage in spaces for racial conversations, reconciliation, and peacemaking. And even though the members of this cohort are all passionate and concerned with this type of work, either as volunteers or we do this work in our careers, even we feel weary and get tired. And sometimes it's really easy for me to get overwhelmingly paralyzed by all the emotions we experience because I'm trying to sustain these conversations and topics and calls to action and steps and the list goes on and on in the ways to engage with my own human mind and strength. So in this, it's really easy for me to be reactionary and speak quickly in either defense or want to debate, whether it's in person and even more so when it's online. Now, speaking up and using our voice is needed, and there's a time and a place for that. 
but we also need to rely heavily on God's promptings with wisdom, discernment, and swift action in how and when to respond. And more importantly, when he prompts it. And through fasting, I'm learning how to practice Holy Spirit-empowered self-control. Now, sometimes my lack of self-control has led to more destruction and chaos than my original desire to bring hope and renewal. And with fasting, I can build endurance to engage gently and swiftly, and I'm continually learning new ways to empower others to engage with our community, our city, and beyond. Fasting lets me get out of the way of God. Fasting also allows God to come and form our desires, emotions, and all the feels around the race and belonging conversations that we get to channel to him. I can't escape and cope with food or any other kind of substance or thing that gets in the way. So fasting actually gets to the root of our motivations or behavior or actions that perhaps I have not yet processed. And fasting lets me bring my current thoughts and fears, etc., to the only true Savior, that's God, and not me. Fasting helps bring about a deep awareness of our human flesh reactions and reveals where we can be open to the promptings of God. It helps us to distinguish between them and practice self-control, and in turn, we wait and hear and are activated by God instead of our human flesh. I mean, don't get me wrong, it would be nice to make everyone be anti-racist immediately, (laughs) but through fasting, it reveals that we are merely human, and that plight can go on and on, and often we've come to the end of our rope and we realize we have to and must trust God, and we rely on the Holy Spirit and not our own human efforts. Now, as you fast, let's spend the day being creative with the ways you connect with God throughout the day. Sometimes I have journaled during when I would sit down to mealtimes, or sometimes I would just sit in prayer, or maybe I'd go about my day as usual, intentionally fasting. You get to be creative during this time. So before we move on, I'd like you to pause, breathe, and continue in today's practice with me. Before we move on, a few tips before we can share some things that we can pray for. The first is to regularly drink water throughout the day. If you're pregnant or nursing an infant, you're diabetic, or have any other health issues, consult your doctor before fasting. Also, if you've struggled with an eating disorder, you may find this triggering. Please use discernment and make healthy choices. So as you fast today, let's spend some time praying over the hope for renewal and justice. Here are some specific prompts, but you can feel free to pray with whatever comes up in your mind and your time with God. Lord, as your church, we are called to be a light to the world, to be a witness of reconciliation, both racial and other forms and to demonstrate in word and in deed what a community of people looks like with Christ at the center. As Jesus followers, we desire to be transformed by the Holy Spirit and to care about what you care about. 
Jesus, you give your people a heavenly vision for renewal, to bring heaven here on earth. We want that heavenly reality to break into the here and now, part of which is to see an end to injustices, oppression, and racism in all forms everywhere. Our hope is that our hearts would be stirred to action in response to all forms of oppression and injustices in our world today. And God, give us strength and endurance to continue this work. So let's spend some time today praying through these prompts, or like I said before, anything else that came up between the time with you and God. We can also use this closing prayer to help draw us closer to God throughout the day. It says, Thank you, Creator God. May my hunger remind me that I physically and spiritually depend on you and exist for intimacy with you. Amen.